Hey everyone, it's the Queen of Extreme Francine, and I just want to talk about HelloFresh. Good food is too precious to waste. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients cut down on your food waste by at least 23% compared to grocery shopping, which is good for your wallet and the planet. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Spend less time in the kitchen with quick and easy meals like HelloFresh Fast and fresh pineapple chicken tacos or falafel power bowls ready in 15 minutes or less. HelloFresh is easy to use, everything is in the box, and it's great for people that are on the go or don't really have time to prepare a meal on their own. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Francine50 and use code Francine50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Again, HelloFresh.com slash Francine50 and use code Francine50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Just remember, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And you heard it right here from the Queen of Extreme Francine on Eyes of Pink. I love the feeling of soaking up the sun this time of year. Native sunscreen is the only sunscreen that I will use. But with all the time in the sun, I'm always worried about protecting my skin. With native sunscreen, I can give my skin the protection it needs and soak up some much needed sun. Native's quickly absorbing, ultra sheer, hydrating and lightweight sunscreen formula offers broad spectrum of an SPF 30 protection from UVA and UVB rays. All native sunscreen is made with a 20% active zinc oxide formula that is dermatologist tested and suitable for sensitive skin. All native sunscreen is made with oils derived from plants that seal in skin moisture and is vegan and cruelty free. Choose from one of native's three delicious but subtle scents like coconut and pineapple, rosé, or sweet peach and nectar for your face and body. Or try native's unscented option. My favorite scent is is the coconut and pineapple because it reminds me of a tropical vacation. I apply it whenever I need sunscreen. You always need sunscreen every day, even if the sun isn't out. With all native sunscreen, you get protection from the sun that is free of chemical actives. Give your skin the protection it deserves with Native's mineral sunscreens. Go to nativedo.com slash Francine or use promo code Francine at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash Francine or use promo code Francine at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash Francine or use promo code Francine at checkout. nativedeo.com slash Francine or use promo code Francine. Chadster loves so much. I love it. Well, that's the difference between, you know, we were just chit-chatting and then we start the show, right? That's how I know where the music starts and where it ends. Let it hear. Let it kick in. All right. Let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're watching a brand new Eyes Up Here exclusively on YouTube as well as on Patreon and the Creative Control Podcast Network. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and every single week... I'm joined here by, of course, the host of the show, the one and only Queen of Extreme, Francine. 
Hello, hello. Welcome in. It is uh, it's a beautiful Wednesday here. I'm excited windy. to be on YouTube. Excuse me? Windy Wednesday. Windy, windy Wednesday, yes. Windy. Uh, we had some snow yesterday. We had some uh, drizzle and uh, rain and sleet and all that good stuff. But uh cleared up today. It's a little cold. You know, but I'm surviving. Hope you all, too, are... Uh, Having a good night and um, getting ready for our lovely guest of honor, who will be uh, joining us in just a couple minutes here. Uh, but how's your week so far? You said you were tired today. So far, so good. Today, dragging ass, but besides that, uh, so far, okay. so good. Very productive week uh, on the right. business side of things, but uh, today, whew, man, dragging ass big time. So All right. uh, happy well. to be uh, here with you. Uh, again, we'll talk about the excitement later on, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, yeah, long, long day, but excited to, uh, be on the airwaves tonight. Good to know. All right. Well, uh, I, I welcomed everybody in earlier. People are still, uh, coming in the chat, which is nice. And, um, Hit the like button. Yeah, please hit the like button. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. Uh, big things coming. uh, big changes are brewing for me. And for the chatster as well, and for the channel. So, um, oh, let's show a prize, shall we? Let's uh, let's show it again. Shall we? Yes. So, for everyone who sends a uh, five dollar or more super chat, you get to go into the Charles Chip Jar tonight. We have this lovely dual signed uh, eight by eight ten. ten. Beautiful. Yep, it's uh, me and my uh, buddy, my partner in crime, the franchise Shane Douglas. And um, like I always say, if the uh, the uh, super chats keep coming in. We will add to that prize, but right now that's what's uh, up for grabs. So if you want to ask our guest a question, we always go to the super chats first and um, get them ready and you can win, which is nice. Uh, Anthony Cuff with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much, Anthony. And you, get, my friend. Get, get in going, that, that jar. You're going in the Charles Chip jar. We appreciate you. And uh, there you go. I got, can I? I got to give credit to uh, Curtain Jerker Designs for this uh, this edit of this uh, glorious three image of you guys. Uh, oh, the yeah? Three photos brought together, of course, with the franchise F there on the side. Curtain Jerker Designs. I think I've heard of them. Was it yeah. from you, or or are they on Twitter? Maybe they follow. Uh, yes, they are. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, they do well, a great job. Cool. Done some great stuff for me over the years. Uh, helped awesome. uh, a lot. So yeah, thank, that, that's awesome. where that one came from. Okay. All right. Is the is the link sent? The link has been sent. All right. Well, let's see. Let me see if she has messaged me at all. Um. Across, across the pond, it's been sent across the pond. Yeah, <laughs> across the pond. Okay. Just send her a little message that we're ready for. And this is going to be a fun one. I've known her since, God, she was a baby. Literally a baby. So. Yeah, no, that's, uh, so that's got to be, man, she, was she under Legal? 20 when you met her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We'll discuss yeah. it. When she yeah, well, please. Yeah. Don't let I, me I, uh, I'm pretty spoiler sure, alert. I'm pretty sure I told her she doesn't belong in the locker room at this <laughs> 
she kind of looked at me like, oh, I'm here. So uh, I was like, okay. Um, yeah, but I'm excited. I, I worked with her very closely in WEW. So we, you know, we always had a strong friendship going and um, she's lovely and uh, can't wait to talk to her. So hopefully she, uh, <laughs> she clicks the link soon and comes on in. Let's see. Yeah, you know, that's uh, WEW. I know very dear to your heart. We've talked about it on Patreon for uh, many years. It's quite the spectacle when you get to watch some of those matches. People can, you know, crap on it as much as they want. But it was a delight to work there. Uh, $5 super chat from Kloonkey. Thank you, Kloonkey. We appreciate you. And you are going in the Charles Chip Jar as well getting excited here each entry every five dollars yeah. that you donate is an entry into that it's chip an entry jar. and plus guys if you if you send super chats and you have a question please type your question with the super chat so we can type read it in it. there we'll throw yeah, it on the screen and when uh when socal val joins and you have that question i will throw it up on the screen if they're talking i will still throw it up and they will get to it so don't worry we will get yeah, to we're every gonna question get to as they come along and uh, if you'd like to uh, welcome in our guest, uh, she has joined the uh, the fray. She is absolutely lovely. I've known her for, oh my God, I think it's like 20 years now, something like that. Uh, but I'm excited to have her here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is SoCal Val. Hello, beautiful little girl. I was Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> she is. Listen, I was just- You don't have to be that nice to me already. I was just, oh, hold on one second, Val. Uh, Christy, uh, $10 super sticker. Christy, thank you so much, dear. You have two entries in the Charles Chip Jar. We give out prizes on this show. So, how wonderful. Yeah, we are, we are you know, raring to go. You're generous. You're a magnanimous superstar, Miss Francine. I'll, <laughs> I love I'll her. tell you that much. Let me tell you something. I was just, I, I didn't um, tell the whole story, but I was just trying to explain to Chad. I said, you know, I met Val when she was a baby and I said, I think I told her you have, you have to get out of this locker room. Now you have to run and protect yourself. You were like 16 years old when I met you. I was like maximum 16 because you know, you know how you have these WEW shows, excuse me. I've also done a company, WAW, WEW going back that far, which by the way, so great to see you. I love you so much, Franny. Just I love you. Out. I love, love you. you so much. Love um, you. I'm so thrilled to be here. But yeah, I remember a, a story that I always tell people like, how long have you been in wrestling? And I'm like, a long damn time. Because one of these shows, for example, do you remember when we went to, um, well, you guys went to Dave and Buster's and the cab had to drop me off early because I wasn't 18 to go in. <laughs> yes. And we would have got you in. Well, hey. We would have got you in. Jamie. Uh, two dollars super chat. Hello again. Wait, is that, is that currency? Is that is that a five dollar currency exchange? It's you, not know, you be the can one I to tell us, guys. Please, can we individually say a big happy birthday to Jamie? We is love Jamie. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, doll, and and we we appreciate you coming to see Val and support her on my show. So thank you. Uh, thanks for being here, Jamie. Um, yeah, I would have smuggled you in. Um, you certainly didn't look sixteen. And listen, I think we should all be able to play pinball when we want and ski ball and whack-a-mole without ageist people at Dave and Buster's. No. I know they're listening. Why were we even there? It was, it was some sort of after party. I don't know. We didn't play pinball. I know we were at the bar the whole time. Um, Good for you. 
I would have got you in there though. I, I wouldn't have encouraged you to drink because you were so young, but you could have sat at a table. They had like, you know, appetizers and you yeah. could have frolicked with us. But it was a, it was a firm 18 and up and you had to show an ID. And I was, I was definitely under 18. Yeah. You were adorable. I, I think I met you for the first time in Florida at an MLW show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the night and you were so cute and you, I re I remember like it was yesterday, you came up to me, you were very timid and, but then you got super loud and you were like, right. you, she was so quiet at first and she goes, oh my God, she goes, it's Fran freaking, fr Fran freaking scene, she said. And then I think you might've did this or something to the equality. I'm sure I did. It was Deservedly so, so. I'm so going to do it right yes. now. It's just it's deserved. Stop. But she looked adorable. But I was like, honey, how old are you? And I think you said 16. I was like, no, no, no. You cannot be back here. Katie's like, where's your mother? No, she didn't say that. I'm kidding. <laughs> Where was your mother? Is yes, there a guardian supervision anywhere? Yeah. But so you were, you were working at 16 years old for the local local feds in Florida? I was. So basically, um, okay, weirdly enough, I, I don't mean to be like, it's my wrestling anniversary, but I always, just for my personal, you know, whatever, uh, March 30th, 2002 was the first time I did a live wrestling show. And I sort of gauge it from then because I go, you know what? March 30th, 2002, three days after my 16th birthday, I was consistently doing shows. So for me personally, if that doesn't register on anyone's, you know, radar, I don't care. For me personally, I go, that was my my foray into wrestling and it hasn't stopped now at almost 37 years old. So 20, almost 23 years now doing shows, but that was like early Anaheim managing Scott Lost and Pinoy Boy now known as TJ Perkins. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so I did a few shows in SoCal. Then when we moved back to Florida, we had lived in Orlando before, moved back to Orlando, Florida. I was looking up, like, I thought I might have to wrestle or maybe need to wrestle. I didn't really want, I mean, I, very early on, I thought I would probably have to wrestle because that's what all the girls that I love did. But I wanted to be more of the manager. I wanted to be a Tory, not a Lita. Does that make sense? Okay. And uh, I looked up, like, the Malenko School. And then people like um, Gabe Sapolsky and Sal Hamui and Ron Nimi gave me opportunities and Chris Carson and SCW in small independent wrestling shows in, in uh, Central Florida and, and also Tampa St. Pete. MLW, also Court Bauer, one of the first people that ever gave me an opportunity, was like, listen, I know you're young, but there's another girl that's kind of doing, like, a raffle or, like, like ring girl duties. And maybe you could have like a little spat with her and cat fight. And that's probably where I met you at MLW. But I want to preface this. We're getting into so many subjects already. But I, I talk a mile a minute. So strap in, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll tell you <laughs> something. And I think you know this. But let me explain Francine's info. I'm going to cry. I'm oh, so no. emotional. Oh, no. Let me explain Francine's influential stuff on my career. So when I first started doing shows... Um, I, my friend, uh, I was going to XPW and like SoCal shows. There was a SoCal uncensored message board. And they said, who is this young girl that keeps coming to the show? Who is this chick with the legs? Cause I wore Ooh. short skirts and very leggy. And, um, what's up, Stacey Keebler? Anyway, that's, you know, anyway, we won't you, have, you have lovely legs, by the way. <laughs> well, thanks. Yes. Both of them. So I grew up myself. Both of them. Anyway, yes. They're real, by the way. <laughs> they are real. Are they insured for a million dollars? Uh, each each, each i would yeah. expect no less from you doll okay listen okay thanks doll. Yeah. all right so i was uh doing my first shows in anaheim california and the promoters you know i i, I met some of the promoters at xpw 
My first show was Golden State Championship Wrestling in Anaheim, California at a flea market. Love a flea market. No judgment. I had a great time. Bought some old school Triple H t-shirts. I was very happy. And the guy said, listen, we want you to be like a cat fighting manager. And I was like, oh, my God, music to my ears. I don't want to be some wrestler. I want to be, you know, the Stephanie and the cat and people like that. And Tori, well, Tori was later, I think. And he goes, I want you to study for Francine and Don Marie's cat fights. And my little green ass went home and I ordered on eBay. I still have it at my mother's house, by the way. If I want, if you want proof, I can send it a couple weeks. VHS tapes that have Francine and the French fry. I call them the French, French fry. fry. <laughs> franchise Shane Douglas. Francine and the franchise Shane Douglas, also Don Marie and all the ECW stuff. And I studied you, Miss Franny, and Don Marie and the cat fights and the managerial aspect of wrestling. So that was literally my first tape study was you. Oh, well, I'm, I'm flattered to hear that. Um, before this happened, yeah, were you training? Like, were you, did they tell you? No, no training. No, no. no I, I mean, I literally just, I had a friend that was, uh, you know, watching wrestling with me. Uh, he was about in his, like, in his 30s. I was, again, 16. Another friend of mine was a girl that was about maybe mid-20s. And we went to shows. And mom was like, you know, you cannot go to shows by yourself. These are, you know, sketchy areas in L.A., which they were <laughs> for those keeping support home. Uh, and I would go with my friends. And then one of them said, hey, I know a promoter. And one of the earliest people I managed also was Frankie Kazarian. So I started doing small shows in Southern California. But I really wanted to manage. I was never training. I didn't really start training at all until I got to Florida, like maybe two years later. Okay. And even then, it wasn't like, you know, actual, like, I'm going to be a wrestler training. And I said to them, I'm like, I want to be able to do mixed tags and take a bump believably but i didn't want to be you know alita or a jazz that's just not in my nature whatsoever and i bruise like a peach you know doctor's orders so funny. well i have a little surprise for you if you're uh -oh. up to it. if you're up to it yeah um I, I believe this is one of maybe a handful of matches that you had uh with yours truly um in wew and yeah. we have it and yay if it's okay with you, I'd like to pull it up and we could do a little commentating. I would love to do this. You know, would, would can you I like tell you, Freddie, I get asked about this match. A lot. <laughs> not monthly, not yearly. I get asked about it all the time. And I do always say this was my first ever real one-on-one -on -one match okay. on pay-per-view. And I think I told you, I remember telling you that because you were, oh my God, people that are watching at home, Franny was so beyond like, I was say motherly, but just, you know, you were just so nurturing and just so we'll do this together. And you, you wanted to make it a great thing. And you were so lovely with me. And I, and I said to you, I was like, I've never had a one-on-one -on -one match. I probably had cat. Well, I definitely by them I had had like cat fights and maybe a mixed tag, but this is a totally different animal to go head to head one-on-one -on -one in a match that's live on pay-per-view. So that will explain my lack of skill. And no, first of all, I, I feel like we get asked about this a lot because we're barefoot. Yeah. I think Which, you know what, for those watching, you like what you like. I ain't here to judge. <laughs> no, not at all. I always are pretty tame. Now, when you get into some other weird stuff, which I'm sure you've been requested as well, oh, Francine, well, you know, feet are nothing compared to what we get asked. For, I okay? said all this, I'm like, out of all the fetishes, the feet are just I, now. I don't understand it because, like, my feet, oh, I, I think they're atrocious, but w Wiki Feet says different. I got like a 9.5 rating on Wiki Feet. 
You like, know what? Okay. I think you should be proud. I think it should be in your resume going forward. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll I'll, I'll update that and I'll add my uh my foot. But Good for you. I, yeah. But I remember Dan Kowal coming to me and he's like, "Okay, you and I we started. You started as like my assistant. Yes. So we did. And I wish I I wish I had that other promo. But this girl is so good at improv. We did the the promo where. We were at this arena, but it was like a busy four four lane street. And I said to Dan, "Wouldn't it be funny if, like, we, we start to walk across the street?" But I, I make Val carry all my bags, and she starts to stop all the traffic. Yeah, I did not expect her to run in the middle of the street on like four lanes of of oncoming traffic. This girl is going stop. Stop. And she's got my bag. She puts the bag. Don't there. you she's know like, who she is? Come on. This funny. is the creative extreme. This is Francine. Hold up. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're in a rush for, can't be more important than Francine. <laughs> that was the best. I, I love that promo to this day. I, I If I think about it, I laugh my ass off. But he said, you know, with the buildup, you know, we, we were friends. We were rivals. We were friends. We were rivals. This was to be... Um, you had, did you at this point take my position and I was trying to get it back? I think I was sort of getting too big for my britches, as my grandmother would say. And I think, okay. so first of all, that, that storyline, if I can, if I can you know, um, expound upon that, was so fun for me because it's like, it's not that far off because I'm sitting here marking out and, and you know, fangirling over Francine, but it was so much fun. You know, I, I, that's why I love wrestling. I love the acting, the improv, and it was so much fun to just fangirl and just, you know, be such a whatever you need kind of a thing. And, and with the bags and what, you know, I was just so in awe, which again was not that, that off. That was so much fun for me. And this, I, I want to say, I, you know, everyone that's watching, <laughs> please chime in or tweet us later, whatever. But I think this was sort of like the power was starting to shift that I was getting as, as it happens in these sort of storylines, I was getting a little too much like, Oh, well, maybe I'm on her level now and trying to like take control of the company. So it's it's really an all about Eve situation, if I can be an old school Hollywood fan for a second, sure right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 I think I was the general manager and then yeah. I lost, I don't know how they, my title was taken from me and then you became the general manager and this mm -hmm. match was kind of to see who was going to get the position. Yeah. But I don't know why we had to be barefoot. <laughs> It's like one of the stipulations was we had to be barefoot. I have no idea. And, you know, we've had so many funny conversations. We had it on God TV when Francine was on, which is such a great episode. Honestly, it's hilarious. And we've <laughs> talked about it other times because, you know, Mickey was a part of, you know, promotions like that, Lisa, too, where, you know, the, the sexual, the sexuality of it, you know, not not to be deviant about it. Like in WW had their own kind of like, you know, things are a little more adult than we would have cared for. But again, yeah. no judgment. It's fine. But. For me, I think they wanted to add that kind of like sexy element of the barefoot stuff. But again, I mean, first of all, was it safer? Probably not. We could have lost a toe and there's pedicures ruined, but we we did our best. Yeah, we did. And and the, one of the best things that is left out of this as well is your promo with Brian McCarthy in the back. And uh, I swear you were 19 at the time. So still very young yeah. to be in this cesspool of disgustingness. And Brian goes as far and I'm watching in horror because I, I I literally wanted to jump in and tell him get your hands off of her like I was legit hot he's you know examining Val's feet and telling her how lovely she is and rubbing her leg and the poor girl like she's just playing along but inside I'm like she's got to be freaking out because I would have been 
And and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because honestly, and and listen, I am, you know, I'm I'm such a feminist. I'm such a girl's girl, which is funny because I have so many guy friends in wrestling, but truthfully, I am the I am a girl's girl through and through. And I always say with things like that, like I'm a huge proponent of the divas era. I'm a cheerleader for the divas. No offense, not the serious wrestlers. I'm more of a Tori Stacy, you know, Candace kind of an era. And that was a little extreme, pun intended, but I will say that. But, but during it, I swear to goodness, and this is just me being super truthful, because I think people look back and go, oh, God, were you uncomfortable? And like you just said, and I honestly, even back then, of course, you know, at 36, almost 37 years old now, I would have gone, no, if I'm uncomfortable. But even then, if I was uncomfortable, I genuinely wouldn't have done it. I did not feel uncomfortable. The guy was, was a gem. He was so funny. He was so nice. He was funny, and, but we, and- you didn't know ahead of time how touchy he was going to be. No, but again, but and I'm being super, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I honestly was just like, it got like, it was, it was funny to me in the sense it was just like, I know that this is sort of a foot fetishy kind of a thing. And I was, yeah. I was fine with it. I really was. It was never a thing. Even Dan, Cow- he was always lovely to me. Yeah. And if you look back, it's, especially my age, it looks kind of weird, but truthfully, I just kind of thought this is, I was in character and it was like, yes, it's a foot match. This guy's a weirdo. But I think he was portraying a weirdo. So it was like, eh, whatever. It was perfect. And you you did not look uncomfortable at all. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> and I was literally getting ready to jump in and say, would you get your hands off her, you big creep? Because and you know me, I'm going to move ahead a little if bit. I'm going to let it play. I would have been like, no. And, but I, I really, I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So here's, you didn't start from the beginning. Well, I'm going to let it, it's finish. 20, you guys got 23 minutes. <laughs> I'm going well, to let the whole thing play. This is the finish. You didn't show anything. I want I want people to see Dale's stuff. There we go. Look how young she is, though. And tell me that doesn't look like a a dad trying to pick up a young, lovely. Oh my God, look at him. Oh God. I gotta tell you, I was like, all I'm looking at is I'm going like, okay, that's weird. The kissing's weird. Yeah, that's but I love my outfit and I just I just thought I was in character. I thought this guy's a weirdo, and that's what I'm dealing with. It's like, you know, if you did a movie about a foot weirdo, would you do it? Yeah. Yeah, but theater to me. as long as as long as people are up front and say, I'm going to do this, I, I roll with it. But when you don't know what's going I mean, look, your legs up in the air. It's like, Brian, calm down a little bit. Five dollar super chat from uh, our, our fabulous friend, Lon. Uh, hi, fabulous Francine. So Cal Val, hi. Chad, a uh, question for you, Val. What was uh, your all time favorite uh X division moment you witnessed in TNA or impact. Your oh my gosh, Lon. Mwah, thank you so much, sweetheart. Um, I will tell you that <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite X division moment, but I remember when the guys would, when they would build the X and during the, uh, you know, run throughs and stuff, people would be trying to like, a guy would come over and just by himself, like try to just do moves on it. And I would just sit there before the show and go, what are you doing? Like, stop. It just freaked me out because it wasn't match time. Um, the ultimate X matches were, really amazing but i if you were ever at these shows sometimes they would pan to me hopefully not too much but i am such a crier i'm such a worrier that i really really shed a lot of tears because those x division matches were so 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 dangerous um people that stick out to me for example uh chris saban's a huge one that i remember doing some amazing um moves on the ultimate x but yeah ultimate x is something that i will never forget because i don't think anything's been done like it in ever since then Thank you for the question. Lon. Yeah, absolutely. And they just uh, panned on your feet and your feet look really cute. Well, thanks. My I grew feet... myself. Also, they're real. They're real. Okay, good they're to real. know. Now, I've had my, no feet, my feet yet. Yes. My, my feet, I dirtied on purpose. So oh, they, ODB. Oh, you okay. oh, oh, yeah. I scuffed them up in the back just to, uh, 
yeah, to, just to be a little, little on the dirty side. Franny, it, your body is insane. It, uh, <laughs> you know, I look at me now, babe. <laughs> it's it's still insane. And I remember first seeing you and being like, I just, you know why? Because you looked different from the other girls. You were never like super jacked, which no, sounding rude. You know, I, I love all aesthetics. I and couldn't bodies are all beautiful. But 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 I but I I liked that. I loved your look. I just thought it was such a, a 90s supermodel look, but with bigger, more ample bosom, which I wanted. So yeah. Thank oh, but look, I'm, I'm taunting you and I'm pointing to my feet. Oh, how hilarious. There you go. Tony! Tony LaRusso, $5 super chat. Uh paying my respects to the one and only Queen of Extreme Francine. Thank you, Tony. And the we absolutely wonderful Soul Cal Val. Thanks, Tony. Aww. You're in the Charles Chip Jar as well. Um him. yeah, Val, thank you. I, I used to eat abundantly back then and couldn't gain an ounce and now i look at a grape and i gained 20 pounds so i know that's that's the way of the world but uh you know it's how it works it is how it works but this was um this was written this match was written on an airplane uh the week before i i wrote it down and we went the night before to the arena you and i and i think we were there for about two hours and we just walked through it like I don't know, 25 times, maybe. Do you remember that, and I, I said this, for some reason, somebody asked me about actually wrestling, and I was like, first of all, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't, I'm not a physical, you think of someone's background. I'm not a physical athletic person. I was homeschooled, never did PE, never did, uh, barely PE, never did like sports. I just, I, I have an abhorrence to it. I don't like it. I bruise like a peach. True. And I did tell you that I could not, for the effing life of me, ever take a DDT, even in Ring Divas and things that I did, without hitting my head and I and yes. I, very often in matches I would cry I'm a crier I just I would get hurt and I did not because I'm so hurt I don't know I just I have like a, I'm a very sensitive person and especially when I would hit my head I would just cry uh Mickey D says uh I refuse to believe Val doesn't wrestle love you <laughs> Mickey D all the way in Australia Aussie 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 oi 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 she's wrestling right here and look how wonderful she's doing I'm trying. That she's was okay, trying. right? Look at that. This, this was not bad. This was not a bad match. I, I, I really don't think it is. Franny, thanks you for the bad match. No, baby. I am learning. Wonderful. This, this is like Rocky training, I don't know, that Tommy Gunn horrible kid in Rocky Five. Like this <laughs> no. is That's what that is. That's what no. you're watching right now. You took to this very quickly. I've said that so many times. Thank I mean, you. look, we're, we're not, uh, this isn't Malenko and Guerrero. I'll be the first to admit it, but this wasn't bad for what it was. We were expanding the story. You know what I mean? And that's and why I had fun with it. Cause it was a story. It was a st- part of the storyline. Yeah. Oh, and then we had the smoke come down and ODB come down and, oh, it was perfect. It was yep. fun. Look and listen, this. all I'm that like, thick ass hair of mine really helps in selling. Beautiful. I will say that. Your hair was beautiful. And I, I didn't bother doing mine that evening. So there you go. So good. Oh, well, that's the Bronco. Favorite move. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Now you 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 need to realize that um oh oh hold on the PWO is approaching. <laughs> right. Everybody stop. The PWO is here. They never had the same women in the PWO every month. They it varied. Is that Bobcat? Yes, it's Cindy. Oh my god, what a sweetie pie. I loved her. I just talked to her. Can you tell her I love her so yes. much? She was, oh my God. And let me tell you, my my tenure in WEW, all women, and I'm telling you, I cannot remember one, honestly, one moment where someone was rude to me or condescending, honestly. And I have moments of that in other companies. 
W.E.W., never. It was such a sisterhood and being such a girl's girl again. I mean, everyone was such fun and took such, such great care of each other. Yeah, no arguments. It was just yeah. a party. It was just yeah. a party. And I think you and I just roomed together once. Yeah. I remember you and I roomed together one time, but um, I don't know if that's because I don't I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, oh, it's, it's so funny for me to see myself. I can't oh. And I'm actually, I'm actually kind of proud here, but it's so weird for me to see myself, not an athletic person, like look literally look. look at me and like literally do wow, things. Like that. I was taking you and I kind of went like this, like, come on. Like, that's just <laughs> not in my nature. It's just not you get me. You fired up. I'm telling you. Tori Wilson great. always said that because I'm such a mark for her. She always said like, even Stacy, she said, would get like more into the punches and get like aggressive. And Tori was just like, I feel bad. She never had a bone in her body that felt right about it. Aww. I really related to that. I mean, not entirely, but like very much more so to the Tory side. Yeah, but that's where the acting ability comes in. And you True. can't, you just can't tell. Look at you. You can't tell. Oh, and a stunner. <laughs> we were, it's what great. am I doing? You're, you're, you're kicking the shit out of me is what you're doing. Oh my God. I wish my, I don't know if my husband's ever seen this, but I would love him to Cause he would be effing shocked. Hang on ref distraction. That's right. The smoke, that lousy, you know, he does cosplay now. No. He's a cosplayer. Yeah. He goes he Well, the last time I saw him, he was doing, he was this big, uh, big monster at a convention that I was at. No way. He starts talking to me and I, and I'm, and he's like, you know who I am. And then when he showed me, I was like, it's smoke. Oh my God. Oh my God. Here. I would have died. Yeah. He's what great. a celebrity cameo that would have been. It, uh, uh, tell me about it. But now you're going to the top. Ooh, and I'm calling for it. Out I'm up. Just doing what I think is correct. Look at her. Amazing. I can't even believe myself. What is, am I is doing? this it? Is this it? For, look at that butt. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. come on. See, Jessica, Louise. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm telling you. This is great. Absolutely great. I am still. Oh, I remember this. I said, I, I, do you remember what I told you? Doing this. Yeah. Do you, you remember what I said? Val, put those hands up. Yes, ma'am. You <laughs> sure did. beautiful face and put those hands up. And I remember people were like, you took a chair shot to the face. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> she that, that's a that's a badge of honor thanks to you miss francie it's great you didn't complain this this is not bad chad do you think this was bad for somebody who never all. wrestled a day in her life ever no never i think when people th hear the match they think they're just gonna see you know the spectacle and they're gonna hear the gimmick and it, you get the wrestling and i don't think they expect that this was you were dead weight on that by the way <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe you. It looked like I was, was dead weight. It was a little I think, Franny, do you agree that I think because it was barefoot in, in a weird way, well, in an obvious way, it took away from the fact that it was a one-on-one -on -one match. That People people know this match, but all they know is, I'm going to look up the barefoot match. They don't actually yeah. think of it as being a match. And now that I'm watching it back, I'm even more proud of us than I remembered. It 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 had moves. I mean, we yeah. did, we wrestled. It was, yeah. it was wrestling. It wasn't. I don't think it could be considered like a brawl and panty match or a fluff match. There was wrestling involved. And, th and that's why I'm so proud of you because you you didn't have a lot of experience, you know, and, and just going over it a couple times the night before you did great. Oh my God. Really I appreciate did. it so much. Thank you so much. And mm -hmm. honestly, it was, it was fun. I'm, I'm very proud of this match. And again, people bring it up to me all the time. And I think it's because of the barefoot, which is fine. And again, if you like what you like, I'm not here to judge. Good for you. Thank you. Appreciate the compliment on the feet. Thank you. But <laughs> like you said, the athleticism that we, that we tried to portray and the story that we tried to tell, I think we, we did a great job and I'm so proud of us, honestly. 
Yes. I'm proud of this match. This was a good time. Uh, Angela agrees. Uh, she says, I do not have one athletic bone in my body. And she also bruises like a peach. You're not alone, Val. And she's also a friend of uh, Tori and Stacey. Angela. Cheers to Angela. Her. Angela's great. We Thank love you. Angela. Thank you, doll. Um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, WEW, as much as people criticize it or make fun of it, like you said, the camaraderie was there. We never fought. Everybody got along. Everybody just went out there and had a good time. Yeah. I loved it. I loved going in every month for that company. I, I told Dean, if we could do this every week, it would I be know. wonderful. But you And know. I almost wish they had done something. Now, granted, again, we, you know, a few of us had, well, a lot of us had an issue with kind of like not being told so much about the adult side of things. Were we involved in that? No. But, you know, having it spliced in, that was kind of annoying. But there, there were there were some really great moments there. There was a lot of great talent there. And like you said, if we could have done it as if it was like a TV taping situation or filmed like every two weeks or like even once a month and done like some TV tapings and backstage promos, they spent so much time. And it's just something I, I really feel like is lacking in independent wrestling nowadays where WEW, whether you liked it or not or whether you're not familiar with it, if you go back and watch, they were very heavy on storylines backstage promos vignettes and like building characters and that's something which which is funny you wouldn't think people don't think of it for that reason same no. thing with the barefoot match they think oh barefoot women's wrestling that's a bit hokey but actually at the core of it it was really really uh, a little well quite before its time i think i agree with you and i i feel like because of the porn aspect because without that we we didn't have the slot Right. The pay-per-view slot. We had to incorporate the pornography. And that's the only reason why that was included in it. Yeah. So um, Michael's Wrestling Channel, $10 Super Chat. Hi, Francine. I didn't know that you wrestled SoCal Vale. I remember meeting you virtually on the Asylum last year. Thank you, Michael's Wrestling Channel. Cheers to you. I love the Asylum guys as well. They're fabulous, aren't they, Franny? Yes, absolutely. And Michael, you got two entries into the Charles Chip jar. So I think that's the cool part about it. It's almost like the bait and switch. You expect it to just be like, you know, oh, it's supposed Whoa. to be the, the barefoot is the cell. But then you yeah. guys actually put together a good match with a little psychology. And you actually have some moves in it that, you know, kept the match going pretty well. So, Thank Kudos you. to both of you. What I was going to say is I think we got a lot of slack because it was kind of a running joke in the industry. If you look at the women that, that I don't want to say manipulated, that's not the word I'm trying to say. A lot of those women were told that they needed like sexy names. They needed to dress a certain way. Like when I went in there, they weren't going to tell me uh, my name was going to be something with ho in it or, you know, everybody, every oh, yes. girl with a ho, like it, it was like, you know, you had to be a schoolgirl, or you had to dance on a pole or you had to do. So I, I feel like in one aspect, you had the legitimate workers. Yeah. And then on the other side, it was like the porn girls or the strippers that really didn't get the wrestling, but we needed them because they added that sex appeal yeah. that we weren't going to give them because we were the wrestlers. You know what right. I mean? Like it had, but it had a good combination of both. But when people watch that, they don't look at the good wrestling part. They look at that other side. And that's, and that's why all we're they're remembering. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think again, you know, being, being a feminist and being a girl's girl, like there's nothing wrong with being in the adult industry or being a stripper. That's all fantastic. And you know, up to, up, up to your judgment, but you know, for, for that reason, it was a bit con confusing where there were actual wrestlers 
girls like me who weren't really wrestlers but wanted to be, you know, more on the independent scene as managers or, you know, people that talked, whatever. Um, but then incorporating people that really, and that's really not on them either. Like, uh, you know, somebody in the adult industry or, or, or in the, you know, stripper industry, whatever you want to call it, for lack of a better term, um, I should say, you know, I don't know, uh, exotic dancer. Um, it really wasn't on them that they didn't know what to do or they didn't understand wrestling because they're coming from nowhere. I'll give you an example. For example, in, in, in TNA wrestling, I always call it that, impact wrestling, um, they weren't, you know, in uh, exotic dancers or in, in the adult industry per se, but they were models and they would come in and they would know who Ric Flair was. And some of the girls, only a few, but some of select few would go, well, you know, they, they don't know who the hell wrestling. And I'm like, yeah, but as models, you get hired to do all kinds of things from an agency. And that's, you know, that's not their fault. As long as they come in, they're nice. They introduce themselves. They're respectful. They're not bitches about things. They're not socially rude fine i i've done um as a model i was hired to do indie car you know daytona 500 type stuff i didn't know the sport but i was hired to be there and i showed respect to the sport and said i'm here to learn and i'm here to promote the brand and there you go it's not that different so for some reason i think because wrestling is such an inclusive thing which in a way is great in another way it's like we sometimes shun people outside of the business Whereas if you think about it, a lot of girls that are now hugely famous, for example, Diva Search Girls, had nothing to do with wrestling. They were models. Hello, Bella Twins, Christy Hemi, Maria. Right. And I don't know if any of them actually like wrestling. My point is they were not wrestling girls who were killing it on the indies for years, right? Are we going to hold it against them that they didn't know the business until they started? Now look at them. They're doing amazing things. So you got to give people a chance, whether it's girls or guys, you got to just go, listen. As long as they're there and they're respectful, they're coming from a good place in their heart to respect the business. Let's give them a damn chance. Can't we? Is that so hard? Give them a chance, but they also need to want to learn. Yes. And and sure. I've I've seen a lot of girls not even take the time to like you did. You you went back and you studied, right? Yeah. I used to study Sherry Martel because I loved Sherry. Like she yeah. she was like everything to me. Um, but you know, we we love the business so we we study the craft if i'm a model and i get a phone call hey you're gonna go on tna wrestling and you know you're you're gonna do this whatever in my mind i need to go and find some tna wrestling tapes and, and kind of study and know and i'm not saying you have to go back to the 1950s and and you know old school but know what's going on because yeah. if you don't the higher ups are going to take that as you don't care. Yeah. That's what you're with any, any industry. Yeah. Do, I always say, do your homework is the biggest thing right. I say, do your homework. And you know, you don't want to be even like me doing comic cons and interviewing people. If I don't do my little homework of someone's career and it could be, you know, I'm doing, you know, uh, 12, I think this weekend at comic con, I made up, I can't listen. I can't have seen every movie and TV show 12 casts are in. Right. But I have to do my homework and be as respectful as I can be and try to do my homework and whatever. And when they don't put in the work, I agree with you. It, it, that, that's when it gets insulting. And I think that's how you weed out the weak ones in the herd, right? Because you can tell when someone's just BSing to be there because they want to be on TV or right. the girls are like, listen, I really have respect for this business. Lisa talks about all the time how she was in the fitness world and she didn't know wrestling until she was brought in. And then she put in, I mean, put her whole heart and soul into it. And now look, she's one of the most respected influential women in wrestling ever she is and and i agree with you 100 uh our friend Vinny. hope you're all having a wonderful week Vinny. we love you 
two in the Hi, trash Vinny. chip jar for you, Vinny. Um, Val, you mentioned uh, you were in TNA how many years? I was there for nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Did you, I watch you and in your interviews now. I'm I'm amazed at how fluent you are with your questions and oh, your demeanor. You're you're wonderful at it. Thank Is you. this something that you always wanted to do, like progress from wrestling to just doing like this interviewing? Because you you are really really good, and I'm not just blowing smoke. Oh, I watch you. you, and I'm just like, my God, it's it's just it rolls off the tongue. You look so comfortable with these people. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you so it's much. really really nice to watch you in in that realm you know what i mean oh my god that's like the nicest compliment ever thank you so much um you know i think when i was in wrestling when i was about 11 12 watching it and like all i wanted to do was be a wrestling manager and be in wrestling mm -hmm. and then when i kind of got into wrestling and then like say i got you know signed in about 2004 with impact wrestling i was you know ring girls and i thought okay i just want to be a manager all this stuff so i really wasn't I always knew I wanted to be kind of more of the talking person and the manager side. So like the talking, but not really a physical wrestler. But as far as the interviews and stuff like that, I mean, I always was like, if you think about it, I was always kind of doing like, you know, filming myself and videos. And here I am doing movies. I was more on the acting side. But then as far as the presenter host side, um, I started to get, thank you, Scott. Yay! Oh, oh my God! God. Super chat. What's up, Chad? Francine Socalville. I enjoyed the Jay and Sanjay story back in 2008 in TNA. Oh my God! Thank you so much, Scott. Cheers to Scott. Thank you so much. Um, by the way, Got TV mug. Just a little quick little plug. We're gonna we're plug. gonna put all your projects over, dog. Yes, Don't thank worry you. about that. Yeah, One I, second, I think... Can I just can I just read baby's um yeah here? Um, oh, yes. Okay, we're going to answer this next. What are your thoughts on Sable? Do you think Can the we rumor... keep that up? Because I want to answer that. Yeah, the rumor yeah. for turning down the Hall of Fame is true. I would love to see her in the Hall of Fame. Continue, and then we'll, we'll, we'll just, go over just, that. Just to, just to um, finish my long-winded answer there. Basically, I think, you know, after my storyline with, with Jay and Sanjay, which, by the way, he was so sweet to answer, uh, mention that. Thank you so much. Um, I kind of thought, okay, so, you know, Jay, and, Jay Lethal and Sanjay are now out of Impact Wrestling. I want to have longevity in the business. So being a ring girl, that, you know, that's not going to be a thing forever. And then people like Jeremy Borash, David Sahadi, and Mike Weber in Impact Wrestling were like, especially Mike Weber, actually, letting me like write my own scripts, create my own backstage content, interview wrestlers, all these things. And that's when I really went, this is, this is what I want to do. Like, that's really, that's where I get my... Um, it just, just feels like me to be a host, to be an interviewer. And then now, you know, I, I haven't parlayed too much outside of wrestling, which, you know, to wrestling's credit, I'm, I'm thrilled to say that when I moved to England, I kind of thought, okay, in 2013 or so, I thought, okay, so I'll transition outside of wrestling. Then I got a great job on ITV, one of the biggest networks here in, in England. Um, and that was a great thing. That was wrestling commentary on WOS, World of Sport Wrestling. Then I kept getting wrestling bookings. Now I do a lot of comic cons as well, which the comic cons are fun. I hate, I hate to say it, but because it's outside of wrestling, I'm interviewing celebrities. It's totally not, they don't know who SoCal, not that anyone would, but who SoCal Val is. They don't care about wrestling. And that for me is really rewarding because it's like me just as a skilled interviewer. And that's where I find a lot of pride doing that for sure. I, I, how, how did you, when you moved to England, right? And you get that first big gig. Do you have like a sizzle reel that you put out there and you send out to people? You do. I sure do. And you know what? I edit it myself. Okay. I pull my own clips. I edit it. I do all the transitions. I edit Gaw TV, by the way. I have taught myself over the years when I was even before in wrestling, I would like do like pretend movie previews. I've my, my mom used to sort of get on me about like, gosh, 
you're on the computer all the time. You're just tinkering around. I was teaching myself web design and video editing skills. Little antiquated now because things move so fast. But honestly, I edit Gaw. I edit my own reel. I still, you know, update my reel all the time. And I had those those things ready to go. The WOS ITV thing again. ITV I would equate to like an NBC in America. It's it's a very big network here. It was it was a huge deal. And um, I kind of got that. I think I'm not even sure how they even. I'm trying to think how they even found me. I don't know. I mean, I guess just from. I don't know. I really don't remember. But um, then Comic Cons. You know, I was always signing at the Comic Cons by myself. You know, just signing with, well with wrestlers, but on my little table by myself. Like, hey, here's a photo, whatever. And I said to the people, like, hey. This is fun, but like, can I do more? I'd like to do like social media videos. Can I like, do like a stand up? And sometimes I wouldn't even ask. And I would film myself like, hey guys, it's SoCalVal. Welcome to like Comic Con London. We have this, this, and that. Wait, make sure you see this. And I just kept filming myself doing these things on myself and just saying, hey, can you use this? And I just kept, you know, giving them footage and stuff and saying, like, can I do more? And that parlayed into now a full time. We have 15 shows a year with monopoly events who i'm full-time with as their exclusive host i love it and they're like yeah so I, I honestly don't if there's any advice here don't wait for someone to go hey can, just do it film yourself there's never too much content you're never being silly by filming yourself you can never be posting too much just do it bro and someone's going to take your footage and go wow we can really use this girl and they will or guy I see. I love. Oh, I love it. I love that about you. Uh, okay. Let's answer. Let's answer this Sable question. What do you think? Yeah. So, baby says, "What your thoughts on Sable? What do you think the rumor for turning down Hall of Fame?" Okay. So, I have not. I've heard a rumor that she turned down Hall of Fame. I don't. I don't know that that's true. I would be very surprised if that's true. Um, I would be very disappointed if that's true. <laughs> I have now been in this huge. And Franny, you will back me up. This huge rigmarole on Twitter for the last two days. First of all, I have Oscar's red carpet comments that people are taking way out of proportion. I'm like, she looks like crap. And I was, I, you know, I never like make sense. I love your when you, when you comment about these outfits, you crack me. I up. just cannot. But I'm like, I hope people know that. Like, I mean, it's all in good fun. Like, you know, if someone comes at me and goes, "You hate my dress," I'm like, "Well, I did, but I think you're great, but your dress was shit." No offense. Um, and the listen, the older I get, the more I'm like, I have to stop being so. Well, was she offended? Like, it's all in good fun. I'm always like, she's a beautiful, but. Her, fire her stylist, right? Anyway, in that same vein, uh, someone, I was already into the Oscars, you know, hoopla. And then someone said, Stacey Keebler's going to be in, in, inducted in the Hall of Fame. And I went, they said, what do you think, Val? And I was like, well, I, that's a whole other conversation. But I was like, that's a bit odd because there are major, more influence. I'm, and listen, I am a state. Come on, girl with the legs, Stacey, Tori, those are my people. That's who I wanted to be. But wrestling overall Someone like Lisa, number one. Mm. Well, no, there's not another one. Lisa, you know, Mickey. There are girls that should, I mean, it just, it, it kills me. Should be in the Hall of Fame way before Stacey. Like, oh, it's a timeline thing. Stacey, like, it's not a timeline thing. It's a hierarchy thing. And not because wrestlers are so much more important than managers. It's just that, I'm sorry, a Victoria or a Mickey James, for God's sake, are not mm -hmm. on the same level as a Stacey Keebler. That, I'm not trying to put myself in Stacey Keebler's hierarchy because I'm not Stacey Keebler. I'm just saying, in Impact Wrestling, for example, action figures. When they come over to make action figures, they make action figures of Gail Kim and Awesome Kong and those girls who are laying their bodies on the line and they are prominent, most featured girls, right? Then you have the managers, the whatever else, and maybe the ring girls and the announcers. Hello, here I am. I would be horrified if I was in the Hall of Fame before a Gail Kim or before a Awesome Kong. 
Who the hell am I? And Stacy did wrestle. And again, biggest Stacy fan ever, obsessed. Used to copy her outfits for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. But the hierarchy makes no effing sense that a Stacy Keebler, as influential as she was, to a Victoria, ask any female wrestler in this business if they think Stacy should be inducted before a Victoria or a Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not sorry. It doesn't make effing sense. And whoever's making those decisions, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. You get everybody off, including <laughs> myself. And that's all I'm going to say. And I agree with you 100% on who should go in first, but I think they would look at it from a public relations point of view and they would That's rather sad. probably grab Stacy to throw her on Good Morning America because she's been on Dancing with the Stars and she's been on because these high caliber shows. And that's exactly it's easy exactly. for them because it's right. because she dated George Clooney and she was in a few exactly. more clickbait articles. Sorry, not sorry. This is a wrestling hall of fame where exactly. wrestling right. should be the popularity and the influential people in wrestling should take precedence. And for that reason, I think she should be in the hall of fame. Great. But because they're ignoring so many people, by the way, do you want to, you want to pull the China card? That's also messed up. I'm not even going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. Okay. Yeah. Don Marie. Francine, Mickey James, Lisa Marie. These are people that you go, are you joking? They're mm. not in it, but, but let's put Stacey Keebler in. If you don't see, if you don't see the wrong idea of that, I, I generally don't want to tell you. And again, say it one more time for the people that are like, who do you like Stacey? Stacey, not to sound rude, but Stacey meant more to me than the serious wrestlers. That was who I was influenced more by. But I'm in the minority. I'm not a wrestler in wrestling that wanted to be the most popular, you know, the Trish, the lead as the and that's fine. We sh- we have to be able to take a little bit of a back seat to the people like Victoria and Mickey and and Gail and Awesome Kong and Trish and Lita. Period. And again, that's a hierarchy thing, and that's okay. We're secondary. That's all right. That's how it should be. We're supporting actresses, and I'm fine with that. This Sable thing though has been around for years, where she's turned it down. This isn't the first time that rumors. Been I don't know about. if that's true or not, but I I wouldn't put Sable again in that supporting actress category. No offense, that Sable sort of again, no offense, more than Stacy, really um, spanned the more of the total package thing. Sable was a more serious wrestler. Sable was in it in a more total package kind of a way, and was way no offense, way more influential and iconic than Stacy Keebler. So for that reason, Sable, in my eyes, again, it's my opinion, would be way more here than a Stacey Keebler. Again, I want them all to be in the Hall of Fame. But it's odd to me that, again, maybe Sable is turning it down. I don't know. I don't know her. I never met her in my life. I would love to. But the hierarchy should not be Stacey Keebler, Lisa Marie Varon, Mickey. Like, what are we doing? Who, who, whose decisions are these? And, and why are you not on the street? I don't understand. Well, you're allowed your opinion, so don't let anybody tell you you're not. And that's the thing, and that's why Twitter's so weird, because I, I, I try to really, really be nice about, like, I try to reiterate, I'm a Stacey fan. I've been a stan, if you want to call it that the kids say, for divas <laughs> more than anybody. But I still believe that for her to be inducted before these women I just mentioned is just preposterous. I, I just always said that the Hall of Fame, they put in who they want. And they why? just put in who they want. It's it's just who who will draw the most ticket sales, who will make them the most money. Who they woke up thinking year. of that morning. That that's who it could Isn't be. Isn't Donald Trump in the Hall of Fame? Yep. Drew Carey's okay. in the Hall of Fame. Somebody just okay, said it in the so comments. I have no effing no. argument and Mazel Tov. How you tonight? I have no idea what to say it's to you. It's the celebrity hall. It's just like Cindy, like they're lobbying like the fans. They want Cindy Lauper in there for the celebrity wing. 
No, there's a celebrity wing. Oh no. Cindy Lauper did a lot. Cindy Lauper did. Well, she did. She did a lot back in. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I, I like. I'm, I'm talking. The celebrity wing is weird to me. Cindy Lauper, I believe, oh. is, is a good addition. Celebrity yeah, it, wing is weird to me. It's, yeah. it's the celebrity wing. Yeah, but yeah. like when you like, if you talk to a lot of the boys, they make fun of the Hall of Fame. They're like, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Like a lot of them look at it as a payday. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just a payday. And Which is funny because I feel like a lot of people that I've met that are in the Hall of Fame really mention it a lot and really show that ring off a lot. Well, they do because so, their price just went up. Once you put that ring on your finger, your price point. goes up. <laughs> and that's another argument I had on Twitter where somebody said like, oh, somebody said uh, something about how, well, they gave Victoria enough. They gave her all these championships. And I said, if you think a champion championships thrown at Victoria, uh, by the way, that's a whole other conversation. If you think that <laughs> equates to the respect and the, like you said, let's just be honest, like the, the bump up and, you know, status level right the, res the respect from your peers and the respect from the fans whatever if you do if you think championships equal the respect that hall of fame gets i don't know what to tell you that's just not a thing yeah it's it's i don't know everybody has different opinions on things and you you most certainly are allowed your opinion i i've had a week with fighting with no, i'm not fighting with fans but i've gotten so much hate this week out of my 30 years in the business i have never read comments like I did and we're going right. to talk about it a little later but I mean these fans are brutal and they'll let you know they don't I, does it make you want to share your opinion less because I, I I think the older I get I'm like I just listen I, I have conviction in everything I say I went back and I looked at those Stacey Keebler and Lisa tweets and I was like I if Stacey Keebler was sat with me at a dinner one-on-one -on -one, I would say exactly what I said mm -hmm. and again I'm someone who was the biggest Stacey fan. I mean, I, I could tell you every outfit she's ever worn. I, I, without sounding rude, I love Lisa and Mickey. I didn't want to be them. I wanted to be Stacey. Sure. This is what I keep trying to say to people. I get I'm it. the biggest managerial diva. I love the gravy matches. I love bra and panties. I wish they'd come back. I'd be in them. But <laughs> I swear to goodness, swear to RuPaul, excuse my language. Um, I love those girls, but I still just, I have conviction in what I say. And so, Franny, when you're tweeting, it's it's hard, right? Because I have to like carefully curate every tweet. But I look back oh. and I go, "Am I going to regret this tweet? No. Absolutely. If I'm not going to re regret it, I will then post it and go. I'm done. Happy. Yeah, I I bite my tongue a lot. I don't share certain things because you lose half your fan base if you do. I so I just keep my mouth shut. Um, but you know, sir, I I'm having trouble with my because I just trademarked Queen of Extreme, so now I'm getting a bunch of hate for that. I've heard about this. Can you give me a rundown? In a nutshell, uh, you know, they're 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 using it now for I believe Lita. And I love Amy. I love Amy. Okay. I've known her forever. I she's you know, great talent, beautiful girl. Uh, they're uh they're calling her that. Um Corey Graves mentioned it in commentary. So my lawyer a while ago put a trademark in for me. Yeah. Why? Because now it's to the point where if they're going to keep using it, I don't want them to tell me I can't. Right. That, that's fair. That's fair. And right? again, Lita fan as well. Uh, you know, who's not a Lita fan? Come on. Exactly. But that's something that you, here's an example too. First Lady of Wrestling. We had Missy Hyatt on Gaw TV tonight. Um, people have tried to use that. And it's like something that I, I called myself the princess of pro wrestling. I never really, it wasn't a thing. But if somebody else used it for me, it wasn't used on TV. No big deal. But if it was used on TV for years like yours was, oh. I think that's totally fair 
to be, you know, protective of a name that you curated yourself. Um, I, I've only met Amy one time. She seemed lovely, but I, and I know that you probably have so much respect for, I think that's fine for you to kind of stake your claim. You were in the business for years. You have proven yourself. My God, put your body, neck, head, my God, life on the line for this title. So for yeah. me, I, I, I back you girl. I get it. Yeah. And it's not her. No, it, no, no. More so them, I believe. Um, and, and they've, they've called Stephanie McMahon that um live morgan recently is calling herself that and my lawyer's like no you're it's trademarked you know you can't and so my big th so i'm getting a ton of hate right now online and, and do you do you get that like for example what you just said it's not about her specifically but no. that's like that's what killed me about the stacy thing and i was like i love stacy it's like it's like here, here's a here's a very feminist patriarchal question in in, in transit right it's pitting women against women. Right. So instead of the actual subject, they're trying to make it that you, Francine, have an issue with Lita slash Amy yes. personally and has nothing to do with that. Mm -mm. And it's I think if you were to sit down with, like I said about Stacey, if you sit down with her, I bet you could go, girl, and she would go, oh, I get it. Yeah, it, it's the company. And I, you know, I, I don't want them to one day just you know, I open my mail and there's a cease and desist because I've been using it almost three decades now. So yeah. you, you really can't tell me not to, you know right. what I mean? And I so we, we, we trademarked it and now I'm getting hate and like, you know, like really nasty, na the younger, the younger generation out there. And I'm just like, man, you know, oh, you're, it's a money grab. You think I'm not going to get oh, a dime. On. You don't, you're not going to get any money from this. I just want to use that name. You know, That's whether really I, true. whether I sign one more day or I do this for 10 more years, I, I don't yeah. know. But this I want to be behind it. Yeah. This is the scary thing about social media. One time um, I said I liked or didn't like, I think I said I liked something about K-pop. I, I don't know anything about K-pop. <laughs> I think I saw someone's outfits and was like, oh, they look great. And I had like an, I was inundated with all these followers and all these comments. And it was like, it was a weird few days because I just, they, it just, they latched onto one tweet. And the fandom, another thing that I said, which I stand by, that Billie Eilish is very talented, but she cannot dress to save her life. God bless. I'm sure she's talented in other ways. And she is musically, sectorially speaking, girl can't dress. Yep. Whether it's your stylist, the girl cannot dress for her shape. It's awful. Again, there I said it. And when I said that as kind of a snarky joke, I mean, for weeks and weeks, people were trying to cancel me and you're... You're mad at her because she's a young girl and you're trying to beat up on an eight. I was like, I just, whatever I said, the girl can't dress. She has no style. Yeah. Well, not everyone know. has style and everyone has manners. That's just, you know, the good things God gave us, you know? Unbelievable. Well, uh, look, I can talk to you all night, but I know you're across the pond, so I don't want to keep you too long. I'm very excited for an upcoming event with you. Um, Squared Circle Expo. Yes. Uh, it will be myself, SoCal Val. Shane Douglas and uh, the Sandman and oh uh, maybe Scott Steiner. He added his name to one of the tweets. Is he with us too? I think he is. And I'm okay. ready to get extreme. Okay. I don't know what to wear, but I'm thinking pleather and chains. I don't oh, know. Is that what you're doing? Well, I kind of I, I should just go full pleather chains. what for better term. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you, know, you wear. I love, you. I love the French fries. And when I when I ordered my VHS tapes to study you, I fell in love with not only you, but oh my God, 
the duo of franchise Shane Douglas and you, oh. I thought I, I literally was mad at myself for being born in the wrong era to not be a part of that. Cause it was, I mean, nothing's better than that. So I love, fun. I love Shane Douglas. I love you. Oh. Sam had a many times. He's very nice. Scott Steiner worked with for years. He's lovely too. Yep. Square Circle Expo. He did Shenanigans podcast. Shout out to them. Yes. It's going to be amazing. Indianapolis is a great time. So we'll have an amazing <clears throat> time. It's a reunion for all of us. And my gosh, look at the poster. So many amazing names there. MJF, Kurt Angle, um, Kevin Nash. Shut up, Alexa. Kevin Nash. Um, there you Lita. go. Lita, Rhino. Maybe Lita will talk to me at this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do that live. But honestly, RVD, an amazing lineup. And if you're not in the area, we do apologize. There might be pre-sales or virtuals. I don't know. But either way, if you can join us. April 7th to the 8th. My gosh. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. This is her uh, uh, broadcasting skills coming through. I didn't have to say a word. I was just like, go ahead, girl. Just get it. How about we get the leader confrontation and you have the Gaw TV girls with you, behind you? you (laughs) No, they're all friends. Everybody's (laughs) friends. There will be no friends. Francine, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make pink satin, uh, pink ladies jackets. (laughs) We're going to do the sharks and the jets. Yep. (laughs) Okay. You're like, we got a bone to pick with you, bitch. Just kidding. No. I, I love Amy. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm a huge fan. Yeah, but yeah. No, in all seriousness, an amazing lineup. Uh, that would be funny to have a talk about it. Yeah. Oh my God. That was, that was the best thing ever. Um, I no, I, I'm very excited. We need to get a drink that evening and just reminisce and, and hang out if we can. Girl, I love you. Aside from me being a crazy wrestling fan for you and your work and your in- amazing legacy that will last forever for every girl joining wrestling to look back and go oh my god i want to be a francine as i did thank you for what you've done for the business i'm gonna cry i love you so much and as a personal friend i'm excited to catch up with you personally and have a drink or five and let's yes or five i cannot wait to see you let the fans know where we can find you and what else you have upcoming please well, I will tell you. So um, I will be in L.A. for WrestleCon Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But the main thing is Saturday, April 1st, WrestleMania is going to be our charity event this year, BenefitingChildHelp.org. We have Mick Foley hosting it. It's after WrestleMania Day 1. And anything you need to know is on WrestleMania.com. You can follow me. Just anything you want to Google is SoCalVal, S-O-C-A-L-V-A-L. Um, SoCalValerie on Twitter, official SoCalVal on Instagram. I have an OnlyFans as well. But Specifically, we're trying to get people to donate for Dresselmania and just be a part of this amazing cause. We raised almost $10,000 in the first year. The second year, over $10,000 in honor of um, Daphne and and mental health awareness. And then this year, it's for child help. We're hoping to raise even more, especially with Mick Foley involved, who's the nicest man in wrestling ever. So please look us up. GawTV, G-A-W-T-V.com, Grown Ass Women TV. Every Wednesday at 5 p.m. on YouTube, you guys have to tune in. We've had a Francine episode. If you haven't caught it, please catch the replay. It's it great. is amazing. And Francie, we'll have you on again, please. I would love to come on again. We need a round right. two because there are so many more topics we can discuss. Right? <laughs> With my crazy self. We um, barely scratched the surface on the first episode. It was like we wanted to keep going. I know. We did. Listen, um, don't forget to send me the address because I have stuff to mail we talked thank about. You. Oh my God. Thank you so much. No. I will do it for sure. Absolutely. Well, but I, I will talk to you before then, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank I you, do love you. And I am so proud of the woman that you have become. Oh, honestly, you, you are doing, oh, wonderful, you're doing wonderful things. And, and like I said, you're so, I I'm gushing. You're so fluent in what you're doing. Like you're, you're just top notch, babe. And I'm so oh. happy for you with, with everything that you have going on. Thank so. you. 
for, for, for someone as I, that I'm going to cry for someone that I love and respect so much and looked up to, that means a lot. So I think you're so cute. I love you so much. I love you. Guys. Sorry. <laughs> I will talk to you. you well, I feel the same way, but you know, you don't have to cry. Oh, kisses to you too. <laughs> I'll talk to you, baby. Love you guys. I love you. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh my God. I can't. Okay. So How fun was that? Now. That was a lot of fun. That was How great is she? That was something. That was <laughs> something. Sure. She's great. Oh, she went on. She went on a binge. She did for that, sure. That's a YouTube clip waiting to happen right there. <laughs> Which one? My gosh, no, my we, mind was racing. Okay, I got I got a couple ideas in my brain for that, but that was pretty good. She's she's got an opinion. She's not afraid to share it. I love that about her. No, she is not. Yeah, she's she's blossomed. Really, she's a beautiful woman inside and out. She's she's doing wonderful things, and I'm I'm just so glad we had her on. So. Happy to see her. I'll be happy to see her in uh, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess are we uh, drawing now? We want a little over. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to? I'll give it a couple more minutes. Give. Yeah. Give, let's, let's. Let me show go. you one more time for those in here. Let's. Uh, they, well, no, that's not it. That's that's. That's our square circle. circle Hang on, I gotta pull it up again. Give me a, Give me a moment. Okay. While you're pulling that up, uh, this weekend, guys, if anybody is in the Philadelphia tri-state area. Um, it is icons of wrestling. Shane Douglas and I will be signing together uh, at the ECW arena, also known as the 2300 arena uh, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that is uh, March 18th, which is uh, this Saturday. So if you're in the area, come on down and say hello. Th- this guy and this gal be together that, that's, in that's the that's arena. A, a couple, you know, I yeah. read another, uh, somebody tweeted at me or, or somebody left a comment Um yeah, Francine's husband, you know, Shane Douglas. Are you guys married? <laughs> you know, is, it, is, that, is that still a thing? Every, every, uh, every like 20 comments, you get one that says, oh, yeah, her husband, you know, franchise Shane Douglas. I'm like, oh, Not okay. only can you enjoy the memories encapsulated in this photo, but you can also just stare at the penmanship of both the franchise and the Queen of Extreme. Beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> Anthony Cuff, Francine, why didn't you go to XPW? Oh, that's a good question. Ooh, we actually um, covered that fairly recently. It, but I will answer it again. Um, and Scott Smith, $5 super chat. It's been almost a year that I was on with you two. Jeez, time flies. It does fly, Scott. Um, uh, and you're both going into Charles Chipper jar again, by the way. Um, Anthony, I didn't go to XPW um, because it was weird. Like he was calling me, Rob Black was calling me. I was supposed to go in as his manager against Shane and Lizzie Borden. And then uh, I, I said, well, I don't know anything about your product. And then he, he says, I'll send you some DVDs. And I said, I don't have a DVD player. So he sent me a DVD player, which I always put him over for. And that was very nice of him because this huge package arrived at my PO box. I was like, what the hell is this? And here it was a DVD player. Um, I don't know what happened after that. I I just didn't feel, I don't know. I didn't feel comfortable. Like after the whole California thing with ECW, what happened? I just, I don't know. I I kind of felt like maybe I was getting set up or something and I didn't feel comfortable going in by myself. So I just didn't, it didn't happen. You know, I don't know. Rob Black's not going to DM me now. Uh, Calling you a liar and going off, is he? Like you did the last time uh, so. we talked I, about on our show. <laughs> well, I, I said he was very nice to me. <laughs> no, I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's what it was. But I just, you know, I just had a bad taste in my mouth from when they 
invaded our pay-per-view. Rob, Rob Black was a little bit of a crybaby the last time Shane was on. A L- little bit. Uh, well, you know. Well, that was me saying that, so I, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, I don't know. He was not the the encounters <laughs> I've had with him. He was very nice. I didn't like the whole XPW thing, and it just it didn't happen. So that's that. But we got the Charles Chip Jar here. We're gonna give it a shaky, shaky. The winner is. Oh, look at that. Michael's Wrestling Channel. Oh, I think he's won before. He has won before. Longtime supporter. Michael, are you still here, buddy? If you are, let us know. Who does that continue the non-winning streak of? Christy. (laughs) Christy. That was it. I feel like Christy did win one in the early Christy did win something. That's right. You know what Christy won? She won my outfit. Yes. So yes. that's a that's a big prize. <laughs> so it's not like she lost every single time. All right. So Michael, 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 are you right still there. here? Michael's Wrestling Channel. Email this email address. You have it if you've already won, but you're going to email this email address with your name and your uh, mailing address, and I will send this photo out to you um, probably by the end of the week. Uh, the promoter Scott uh, Hewlett just texted me a spectacular episode with Al going to be incredibly hard to match that. Um, he's the one bringing us into squared circle. Hello, Scott. Thank you for watching. Very uh, nice. we appreciate it. Uh, you want to talk about Patreon and all? I have one thing that we're going to do. I know we're a little um, up in the air about it, but uh, I mentioned the whole trademark thing. Yeah. So I, I pulled some articles and we're going to read, read some mean tweets. There it is, Queen of Extreme TM. We're gonna cover it on Patreon. We're gonna we're gonna, uh, we're gonna talk about it in a little bit more uh, detail. Yeah. Um. You know, and I'm sure we'll release a YouTube video uh, response as well uh, a little bit down the line. Um. I mean, again, like like I said at the kickoff of the show, couldn't imagine what what it would have turned into, but we'll we'll dive into it a little bit more uh, Patreon this week. Yeah. Um, I didn't load them into the uh, to the little banner here, but our watch along is going to be quite interesting. Okay. As we are going to watch uh, the triple threat in a in a in a triple uh, in a six man tag, ready for this, taking on the team of Chris Chetty, Lance Storm, and the Blue Meanie on the beach in Belmar, New Jersey, June 29th, nineteen ninety seven, the Extreme Beach Party. Well, what are your um, thoughts on that one? Uh, so, I'm trying to think. Uh, I might remember what I wore, but I don't remember the match, uh, obviously. So, but, but I will tell this you. This is one of those. I mean, I kick myself. I I, I live thirty minutes from the, the Belmar, and you okay, never came back in 1997. Never, ever, ever went to an ECW show. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Oh, I mean, maybe what? I couldn't get into the bar, but they were on the beach. You probably kids were probably able to get on. Fourteen oh, years no. old, fifteen years old, you get into the bar. It was in the back they, of the bar. They weren't letting people go, like teenagers, go into the uh, to the uh, to the to the beach part. I don't remember. I really don't remember. Well, All I remember was in the back of the, like it was in the back part of the bar, and it was outside, and it was so hot. It was blazing, blazing hot. So. Yeah, genius area to uh, to have a show. So we'll uh, we'll oh. check that out on uh, on Patreon this week. All right. Well, um, 
excited about that. Again, um, good show. Very happy. Thanks for all uh, who came. Um, do you want to give some plugs for yourself? Yeah, please uh, follow me on Twitter at Chad EMB on uh, Instagram at IB exclusives. My website is ibexclusives.com. You can check out all the autograph signings we have coming up. I've got my IB Exclusives uh, t-shirt on. That's at belowthecollar.com slash IB Exclusives. Uh, recorded a uh, podcast earlier uh, in, in, in this timeline with uh, my, my good buddy, Husey, that's uh, going to be released soon uh, covering some entertainment stuff. So uh, look for that dropping uh, in the near future. Interesting. Um, coming soon. So um, it's my solo effort. It's nothing to do with Husey. He's just going to be the first uh, time, first guest oh. on the show. So uh, yeah, trying to uh, do something a little different, but uh, see how it goes. It's not going to be anything uh, too crazy, but we'll see. What's it called? It you have a name? Uh, working title, perfectly rated. Gotcha. Well, best Easy enough. I mean, how many catchphrases does somebody have, right? Yes, exactly. Best Isn't of that work. right? Queen of Extreme, TM. <laughs> true <laughs> uh across the board on social media you can find me at ecw diva francine and uh if you uh you know have a couple bucks go grab yourself a shirt off of pwts there's 10 of them to choose from and if you are in the area this weekend i will be at the arena like i said march 18th and uh next thursday i will be in michigan um for uh rhino's company so i'll uh i'll have information on that on uh, my twitter page i have the poster and everything for that so if you're in the detroit area or i think it's monroe michigan uh come on out and see me but uh we love you guys thank you all so much for spending your wednesday excuse me i'm trying to talk with this retainer in my mouth and i'm just stumbling uh the wednesday evening with myself and chad and i hope you all have a great night and a great weekend and uh we love you <laughs>